Welcome back to the Central Podcasting Unit. My name is Noah. I'm here in office today with Liam. No, you're not. Off to a great start as usual. Um, exciting episode for you today. We're uh, talking about laptops, aren't we? Wrong. Okay, I guess we're not. What are we talking about then today? Uh, first and foremost, we're talking about please follow us on social media. You can follow us on uh, Instagram. Uh, Basilius TS, I assume, is I'm pretty confident is our Instagram. Yes, Basilius TS. You can, uh, our Instagram is starting to get some content. Um, also, when's this episode going live? On Friday, this coming Friday, so yep. tomorrow. Cool, okay. More on that in uh, 30 seconds. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Basilius TS. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Um, yeah, uh, big push on social media there. Uh, keep an eye out on our website. Uh, hopefully in the next week or so, we're going to have some updates to our uh, website in regards to our business services specifically. So that's something to keep an eye out for. But here's the big one. Can I get a uh, fake uh, metaphorical uh, drum roll, please? That was neither fake nor metaphorical. <laughs> uh, however, the point does stand. Uh... Launching today, right now, as you're listening to this on Friday, the... 19th, 19th. Uh, see we're both cool like that um is the basilius merch woo what was supposed to launch last week hey hey attitude please please attitude okay uh we did a grand opening event for our location here uh now that the economy is starting to reopen here in the uh, great state of maine and uh some of the people that came there said hey you guys should have merch so we worked something out with uh teespring uh, we developed some merch, and uh, that's going to be uh, on sale starting today. So if you uh, are interested in some of that, uh, feel free to visit our website, www.basiliusts.com, and it will be under products where you'll be able to find that page, products and then merch. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to find that there. We'd love to have you purchase some of our merch, rep the brand, and so on and so forth. Yep, and It's I've, not just t-shirts either. We right. Have, we have socks. <laughs> We have socks. I'm very excited about the socks. And sweatshirts. And you know, sweatshirts, the whole nine yep. yards. So, so there's merch. Um, that's it. That's all I had. Yep, that I was, the big, uh, that that was, was the big announcement. Well, no, that was my. That was the boring stuff over. The boring stuff. Merch is boring? No, it's not. It's thrill. It's exhilarating. Uh, I'm sure you could hear the exhilaration in my voice. Okay, I'm, I'm excited about the merch. I, you know, I'm also excited about the merch. I really yeah. am. Get um, yourself some socks. We're serious. What I what I'm not exhilarated about is how wrong this episode of the podcast feels right now. We're missing an adapter, so I I don't have the headphones on that you see cool people wearing when they're doing recording sessions like this. And by cool people, I mean people like Noah or cool people like Liam for the previous seven podcast episodes. And now I'm naked, and I'm afraid. Oh my goodness. You know, it's it. The struggle must really be real to not be able to hear myself and yourself in your. Wait, you can hear myself and yourself in your. You know, your the ears. struggle is just so real. It's it's. You know, what? it's it's actually a huge problem, and I'm really glad that you mentioned that to me because I was feeling really hurt, um, at the fact that I'm having the struggle. You know, I refuse to validate your feelings. We're going right into the topic today. Yeah, so laptops are really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> laptops are a really interesting thing. Uh, um, so I actually, you're going to think this is really interesting, and I'm just going to jump right out of the, the gate with it. So, uh, oh, I guess that's something else to say real quick. We will uh, be doing a follow-up from last week's episode, but it will be next week talking more about NAS servers and kind of basic home servers and the pros and cons and mm-hmm. RAID and more on hard drives. We just wanted to break it up a bit. Um, because 
I, we just felt like it would be a good idea to break it up. Don't want to overload. Like we did with the processors, uh, where we had three episodes that touched on processors here and there. Just or mobile phones. Right, and just space it out over time. So I'm actually going to... So the inspiration about talking about laptops actually came from uh, Lenovo. And Lenovo... Uh, coming out with a new iteration of their ThinkPads, announcing a new iteration of their ThinkPads. And so what had happened was, is I said to Noah, hey, let's talk about the Lenovo ThinkPads. Because when you think of a Lenovo ThinkPad, you think of a high school, like the Lewis and Auburn schools here, Mm -hmm. with 15-year-old computers that are slow and they suck and this and that. Lenovo's constantly developing the ThinkPad brand, and that's not actually a good representation of what a ThinkPad is. In fact, the Lenovo ThinkPads, especially this new generation, uh, are even comparable to an extent to some of the highest-end laptops on the market. Really? Really. So I have an article uh, pulled up. I actually have Steam pulled up. Uh, what's that doing on a company computer? Yeah, he's not playing games during the workday. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I was this morning. <laughs> <sighs> Don't make me say it. Before the, before, the, before, before the day, before we opened, but hey. All right, so the Lenovo, the new Lenovo ThinkPads, I have this here. So first of all, I'm talking about the third generation uh, Lenovo X1 Extreme ThinkPad. So it's a ThinkPad Extreme. Uh, first of all, they're going to be using Intel's 10th generation processors, which is pretty cool. Uh, but also, do let's see. So they're going to use the 10th generation processors up to a Core i9 in these computers. Up to a Core i9? Up to a Core i9. Um, and then it's going to have, uh, it can have equipped a 1650 TI in it, which, wow. I mean, the TI is impressive. The 1650 is a bit old at this point, especially with the 30 series being rumored, but, uh, but still like a TI graphics card in a uh, laptop like that. So I was going to say high end computers. I, I had been reluctant to say gaming machines, but this is more so... That could do some light gaming. Light gaming can probably handle just about anything, you know, with not, the exception yeah. of the most modern... You're not going to be pushing max graphics, 4K, you know, on most right. on most things, but it'll be able to handle most so titles. So 10th gen processors up to an i9, you've got a 1650 Ti, a 15.6 inch cons- a screen, no 4K, it's just a, just a ultra HD... Let's see, Wi-Fi, LTE, so on. It's going on sale for uh, seventeen forty nine. Whew, that's a uh... yeah. They have a variety of different models. Whoa, there's a P series models. I didn't read this far ahead. Uh, the ThinkPad, the highest P series model, goes for a twenty one nineteen. So the point I'm trying to make is that there's a perception of Lenovo ThinkPads and Lenovo's, if you will. Um, of being lower quality to an extent. And one of the things that actually surprised me is that Lenovo currently, uh, by brand, is the market leader um, for uh, laptops. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, like I said, it surprised me because I thought it was Hewlett-Packard or at the very least Dell. And Mm -hmm. one of the things with Lenovo is Lenovo, their computers are of good quality, and they're reliable. They're not coming with this bloat that you're getting from HP and Dell. They're they're just more reliable. 
um, and they last longer. And that's why you see aging ThinkPads in schools. I mean, you'll see a 10-year-old ThinkPad mm -hmm. that's been updated to Windows 10 and is running Windows 10, and they're still using them. What I th when, I think, uh, when I think ThinkPad, I usually think of the teacher laptops that we had in, in like, you know, middle school yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. But the, in, in, in some places, they're messing around with MacBooks, which MacBooks in education is a mistake. We don't need to get into your Apple bias, you know, in this episode. I'm serious. But... I'm serious, though. I'm serious because what is the what does the professional world use? Unless you're in a niche industry, what does the professional world use for operating systems? PCs. So don't teach kids Mac. But Macs are easier to lock down and restrict because sure. Apple builds that in into the OS. I anyway, digress. anyway, so so these Lenovo computers, I think one of the reasons you see Lenovo having such a large uh, part of the market is um, because of just how long these machines can stay in service. And think about it. You have a Lenovo computer that's five, six, seven years old, and a business is phasing it out. Mm -hmm. What are you selling each of those laptops for now? 50 to 100 bucks refurbished? Something like that. I mean, something cheap like that, yeah. especially if you're bulk ordering them for another organization. I mean, they can just stay in uh, circulation for a long period of time because the quality is good. Um, and so, but the ThinkPad brand, if you will, is not just low-end machines, but it is mid to high-end machines. It really yeah. is just kind of all purpose now at this point. No, that's really that's really great to see uh, to see that progression. Again, you know, we've always kind of thought as uh, thought of Lenovo's as or ThinkPads especially as, like, you know, the teacher computer. Sure. You know, something like that. Or, you know, maybe a, a professional, like, business computer or something sure. like that. But, uh, yeah. There's there's something for everybody. There really is. And so we, we, we've gone back and forth about whether we should do an entire episode dedicated just to the news about the ThinkPads. And ultimately, we had initially decided against it uh, just to talk about laptops in general um, because there is so much over the past few months that Lenovo has been doing mm -hmm. to introduce new products and invigorate the ThinkPad uh, brand. If you're looking for a Lenovo, um, there's a lot um, that the new computers look like they're going to be able to offer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's honestly making me consider buying a Lenovo if well, I had the money. Here's a question for you. And this, I think, is going to be the best way to handle... Uh, the next uh, line of conversation because uh, while we have some notes, we have some stuff written down, this kind of like last episode is a very fluid episode in the way that we're planning on doing it. So mm -hmm. I, got a, I, got a, I got a question for you, Noah, and this is an unprepared question. Do you recommend a particular brand for a general purpose laptop? And if so, why? Ooh, that is a, uh, that is a good question. Um, I don't recommend anything specifically, but I would edge away from Dell. Why? I mean, Just, you're not going to hear an yeah, argument from me there. But. That's a personal bias. I'm not a big fan of Dells, and I've had bad experiences with them. Sure. I've had, you know, bad user experiences. I don't like the bloat that they put on them. I, you know, I'm just not a big fan of, not a big fan of Dells. Um, you could pretty much get a good a good general purpose laptop, you know. Uh, unless you're talking about Chromebooks, I would not buy a Chromebook. You want to hear something real interesting on the topic of Dell's, real quick? 
Um, so here's a, here's a fun fact. I think I mentioned it in one of the in the first episode of the podcast. Uh, I had an Alienware. Mm-hmm. I hate the Alienware for a variety of reasons. Um, so when it was time to retire the Alienware, I built my own computer. Um, my dad uh, has an Alienware Area Fifty One, and the thing's a monster. I think it's got two. Um, not ninety. It's got two. It might be nine eighty Ti's. It's either nine eighties or ten eighty Ti's. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's got two of them strapped. Um, it's got a good processor. Mine's better. Um, but a bunch of and a bunch of other things too. But ultimately, his computer is comparable to mine, except for the graphics card. Uh, his computer costs a lot more. But this is the thing that I found really interesting. His computer idles. By using two gigabytes more RAM than mine does. Holy crap! Because of the Alienware bloat that's in this. That system. is that is a lot, a lot of bloat. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, we, um, he, he was nice enough to give us his computer from the early two thousands, and we've set that up, and we're using that as a, a basic NAS server for our office, and so I, more I, on that next week. I, I yeah, and so I helped him uh, get the data off of the old hard drive of that computer and bring it onto his new computer, and mm-hmm. I just helped him with some general optimizations. And I mean, there is just so much bloat. Like for example, my Alienware had it as well. Is when you buy an Alienware, typically you get um, like a reward or something like that. So for example, I got Assassin's Creed, um, the Egyptian one. Oh, yeah. yeah I, don't remi- I don't know. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I gave it away, um, and then I got Total War Warhammer Two, and both those games were free with my um, Alienware. I think they one of them might have been from my. You know what? Total War Warhammer Two came with my graphics card when I built my computer. Um, oh, and I remember. It was Batman, the newest Batman Arkham game that came out, came with my Alienware, but the PC version was so bad and so buggy that they unreleased it, so I never actually got it. But for that first-time purchase, if you will, um, reward you get, there is a program on your computer, and the entire purpose of that program on your Alienware computer that Dell put on there is to give you that game, give you that prize. And when you have it, that program stays there. It's always on. It's in the background, and it's eating your RAM, even though it's never going to ever be used again. That's terrible. It's just crap like that. That's what Dell's doing to their high-end machines. Their low-end machines don't have as much, but they still have stuff. And you know who else is really bad in that regard, too? Who? Hewlett-Packard. Yeah, yeah. Did you know they're not Hewlett-Packard? They're not? They uh, changed their name, like complete did a name change from Hewlett-Packard to HP. So they had been known as Hewlett-Packard, operating and kind of well-known. They they were Hewlett-Packard, but known as HP. But now saying Hewlett-Packard is actually inaccurate because they full changed to just hp so you've just been saying the wrong thing well when i worked retail when i worked in office max a lot of the older customers who came in would say hewlett packard and i was like hewlett packard now that sounds cool and that's just what i say (laughs) that's the story well there you go i love it but technically hp is more accurate 
So you wouldn't necessarily recommend a particular brand? Um, I would probably shot I, I would edge more towards HP. Um just because they're, you know, it despite the bloat, their machines are relatively relatively reliable. I think the build quality, personally, I think yes. the build quality of HPs are better. Absolutely. Um again, one of the things that I found just kind of with Dell's is I just don't think Dell's QA process is there. Personally. Yeah. Um, just kind of from my experience with Dell, especially on their higher end machines. So I personally don't recommend Dell's. Um normally I, I, I like to send people over to Hewlett Packard. Um, but Lenovo is while I haven't fully moved over to Lenovo yet, I am getting there. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend their lower end computers. Simply because I use one at uh, at work with the audio company, and it's it's trash. It's really bad. I wouldn't recommend a low end computer to anybody. If you're not getting at least an i three with eight gigs of RAM and at least at least five hundred gigabytes in a HDD, I think you're getting ripped off. Personally, I think that for the average user, they don't need an SSD a solid state drive in their computer. And what's driving the price of laptops up right now is they're coming with solid state drives. A lot of the times it's M.2 drives as well. Which is fine. But the problem is, is that these solid state drives are small because solid state is expensive right now. Mm -hmm. So you have computers. I was actually talking to somebody today, okay, that had uh, received a, uh, a a computer through the GiveIT GetIT program, okay? And it comes with five gigabytes in storage. Uh, off the top of my mm-hmm. head, I don't know if it's a SSD or it's an HDD. I would assume it's an HDD. And that uh, person was telling me how their, their uh, a family member got a computer for $200 from Walmart. That's four gigs of RAM. And are you ready for this? It's a Windows 10 machine. 32 gigabytes of storage in a solid state drive oh that hurts me that hurts me so much there's no room to download programs is it it's running windows 10 it's running windows 10 Uh. phones base model phones have more have more the like that uh. and so businesses are selling computers with these solid state drives and low memory and people don't know any better but this woman was telling me she was when i called her she was actually in the middle of uh re re uh setting her mother's computer because it had less than a gigabyte of storage left and couldn't even work anymore people don't for 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 low end users they're typically the people that are buying these computers they're typically not aware enough of what's actually going on and what they're doing to use the computer safely and reliably with that low memory yeah and just as a general con- uh, general consensus here buying a computer bri- buying a new computer for $100 is not a good deal what you pay for is what you get that is the law of the land with technology. Mm-hmm. And if you are paying for a $200 computer brand new, 
you're going to buy another computer in a year because that computer is junk. Absolutely. If you spend the $600, you're going to get six or seven years if you take care of that computer right. Mm -hmm. But if you're only spending a couple hundred or less, I would expect to buy a new computer around that time. Within a year or two. Yep. Uh, Most definitely. Um, I think refurbished is a bit of a different story. It depends on the quality of the uh, refurbisher, if you would. Yeah. Um, Make sure to... uh, Only buy from trusted sources. Yes. That's Um, what I was going to say. We're in the process, or we just kind of wrapped up over a month-long ordeal uh, with a new computer, actually, of uh, somebody that did not purchase a computer from a trusted source, and um, it was not pretty. No, it was not. It was not 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 pretty at all, because they, they, they got scammed. Yep, just to put it plain and simple, uh, you know, scammed. It, so it's you, really sad. If you're going to buy a computer, buy it from a trusted source. Buy it straight from the manufacturer or buy it from a retailer. You know, don't buy it off of people you don't know and you cannot find reputable assertions to the quality of their work. Mm-hmm. And even then, if it's not a retailer, if it's not a manufacturer, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yep, uh, it's you know saving you and your wallet right there. But in terms of laptops, uh, don't just in computers in general, just do yourself a favor and don't buy a low end machine. With that being said, if you use your laptop only for social media and it's only a couple times a month, why are you going to spend six hundred dollars on a computer? It depends a lot on your use case. As yes. Noah so much likes to say. Hey, <laughs> absolutely. Use case. Absolutely. You know, if you're not going to, if you're somebody that's looking for a computer for school or work or to spend a lot of time on, make the investment. If it's just a computer for the sake of having a computer, you don't care about the speed, you're not downloading programs, you're not putting pictures on it, then you can start looking at a $100 to a $200 computer. And dare I say it, that is the only circumstance where I would also consider a Chromebook. I would agree. I would agree with that. Chromebooks are built on uh, Google's uh, proprietary operating system, which is actually a Linux variation. I don't know if you I knew didn't, that. I didn't know that. That's interesting. They're very restrictive, very locked down, and I believe this is still the case. You can't download... Uh, no, I know that this is the case. You can't download third-party applications. Um, you can actually, uh, you can download uh, applications through the Google Play Store. So the apps that are on my phone, I can put on a Chromebook. But you can't like go and download, say, CPU-Z or something it's like that. It's going to have to have very specific, um, what's the word? It's going to have to be built, have a have a build specifically for Chrome OS, but Chrome yeah. OS is so niche where a lot of the programs you're going to uh, be using on Chrome OS are not, uh, or would want to use, are, are just not going to have that compatibility. Chrome OS is really good for schools, again. Yep. And it's better, I would argue, than the push for Apple computers because one, it's so much cheaper, but two, schools, public schools can't afford the Microsoft suite. No ifs and or buts, right? So they're using the Google Suite, and Chromebooks are meant to be used in conjunction with the Google Suite on the cloud. Yep. Right. Um, and what that does is, while uh, your Chromebooks, 
And, and, and the same can be true if you get the Microsoft suite and, and you have a low-end Windows computer. If you're doing everything in the cloud, nothing's getting saved onto the computer itself, and therefore the computer is staying relatively clean and relatively, you know, not getting bogged down with all this extra storage. But uh, the same can't be said with the Apple computers, because as far as I'm aware, Apple has no real comprehensive cloud bundled altogether like Microsoft or Google does. Um, if they did, I'd, I'd actually be very interested to see what Apple did uh, for that, if that's something they did. Like um, a like a cloud storage thing? Not necessarily a cloud storage, but think of like a uh, Microsoft Office or a G Suite uh, with Google Docs and Sheets and so on and so forth. Because if Apple was making that push into um, education like they've been mm -hmm. attempting, I don't know if it's something they're still attempting to do because Google picked up a lot of their steam, I would be really interested to see what their bundle solution would be like for an education environment. It's built into Mac OS. They have a word processor and all that stuff. It's free and it's built into Mac OS and it stores to an Apple ID. Sure, sure. But yeah. you would need you would need some sort of better integration with the cloud and so on and so forth, I think, for schools. You you probably you probably would. Um and they would it would probably only require a little bit of tweaking though. So it's there feasible it's yeah. feasible and it's there i just don't think apple has implemented it yet and i think they're shifting towards other things Be the cost the on schools as well is just yeah so it's just it's the just so massive although these arm the new arm macbooks arm powered macbooks might be a huge huge thing for education sure we will see we will see you know yeah. what would be a great topic for an episode education and technology that is a great idea just what are the schools doing because some schools use the thinkpad still some schools have moved over to Chrome mm -hmm. and the Google stuff. Some schools have are still working with Apple. Some schools are using netbooks still. Do you Some remember those? Some schools are using tablets. iPads. That was a bad that time. That was bad. I think that might be a fun topic for another episode. With that being said, uh, we're at 26 minutes, so that's yep. probably going to wrap up this episode. I have one quick question for you. Sure. Regarding laptops, would you buy a gaming laptop? He knows this, and the answer is no. Um, very quick. Here's here's the dealio. Okay, manufacturers ship out. Um, from my experience, at least the experience I had with Dell is my computer came shipped out uh, overclocked. And the problem with my uh, computer being shipped out while being overclocked is the fact of the matter is is that the hardware for my laptop was not meant to handle the temperatures that were being pushed from my processor. And my very expensive Alienware machine melted its own interior. And I was not aware that the overclocking was actually already in place. And I did not want it in place. Wow. Um, that was my bad experience with Dell. Here's the thing. Gaming on a laptop you're going to be pushing high temperatures out okay you need proper ventilation and at least when i got my computer five six years ago that was not in place mm -hmm. is that in place now it may as well be but personally i don't trust um a gaming laptop because even running an intensive game with full-on liquid cooling and stuff in a desktop you're still going to be getting into the 60s and or yeah. low 70s and degrees Celsius. And you're going to be pushing these laptops to 95, 96, 97 of the 100 threshold for mm -hmm. Celsius. And I just don't think that is good for anybody um, because then you run into performance issues with thermal throttling. Uh, you run into the computer getting a little too hot for its own good. And if you're serious about it, then you should get a desktop. Although I will say I had a different experience. I had a really good experience with a gaming laptop Stuff, uh, 
gaming laptops have come so far where now we have these external GPUs, for instance, that take the load off of the computer. Sure. Uh, that take the load off of the laptop, and it just kind of changes the game as far as that goes. See, but here's the problem. You know what that sounds like? Money. No. A desktop with extra steps. Fair enough. But if you if you want to be able to take your laptop on the go and then you know sit down at home and play a game, that's a you know that's a good option. Sure. The option is there. But if you if you're if you're again if you're serious about it. Yep. Then it's not an option. If you're casual, then short might be passable. Um, or you could be cool like me. And if you want to take your computer on the go, you take your 20 to 30 pound full size tower fully kitted out and you take it on long car trips with you uh, multiple times a year. Boy, is that fun. And the <laughs> hour tear down and put together of the system is fun. Quite frankly, I don't know why that's not preferable to a laptop. I think people are just crazy and have their priorities in wrong order. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Is on, it though? It is. <laughs> Let me have my outro. No. Anyways, that's going to do it uh, for this episode of the Central Podcasting Unit. Uh, again, I'm here in office. My name's Noah. That's Don't Liam. forget to follow us on social media at Basilius TS on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as on Facebook. Don't forget to buy our merch. What merch? You sounded so thrilled when you said all. Of I that. am thrilled. Don't get me wrong, I'm thrilled. I just can't hear myself. You know, I'm having a lot of problems. Okay, with that. we don't need you to know. hear your uh, your complaining it's, anymore. It's a, it's a real big problem. Okay, but here's the deal, yo. Okay, this has been a fun episode. I hope you enjoyed it. A little over the all over the place, but I think what we discovered while filming this episode is that we're going to have some follow up episodes with you talking about the Lenovo ThinkPads, talking about um, uh, uh, technology and education, and talking about. Um, primarily, what was the other one? Gaming laptops. I think those are three really cool episodes. Absolutely. Consider this your introduction to laptops. Episode title, introduction to laptops. Um, and with that, that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It has been a fantastic episode, and I look forward to uh, speaking to you next week. We will uh, see you next week, guys. Bye.